That's all right. It's this gonna, show's going to go till midnight. Yeah, this show's going to go for, <laughs> go for a while. Like I said, we got Greg DePalma here, and uh, we got Fat Cat Newton, who we're going to call here in just a second. And, uh, you know, Fat Cat's with uh, Cash and Rods, so we're going to uh, pick his brain about Cash and Rods and some other fishing stuff that we can, grab a couple of those. that we can, uh, you know, uh, he, I mean, he's a hell of a fisherman. He fishes a lot. Yeah, he, dude, he's everything. He, he, he's, he, he's right on the Potomac down there, and he, he fishes the Potomac quite a bit. My man is well-rounded. Yeah. yeah as a fisherman. Is, uh, as a fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. He, he just, he's, he does fish. He fishes hard. And uh, uh, and we carry the icon uh, from Cashin. He's going to go over that with us, with you guys tonight. We can pick his brain a little bit about his fishing. So that's going to be fun with Fat Cat in a few minutes. Uh, but uh, Leland Hansford, how you doing? And uh, let's see, who else is here? Uh, so anyway, I'm going to call him right now, George. I'm going to call Fat Cat. We're going to try this right now and see if we can't get Fat Cat on the phone uh, and see what happens. Roadcaster. We're in. He's not going to answer. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Might be out training. Yeah. Or stuck in the woods. Well, we always... uh, (laughs) We can call, we call him a couple times. He's on his tree stand. Yeah. Big red. Yeah, he's probably hunting. <laughs> Big red. <laughs> Might be practicing his high kicks. Something. Yeah, something going on. What's that thing you twirl around? What's that called? Dumb Your call Dumb has chucks. been forwarded Chucks. to an automated. Uh, we'll try him back here in a minute. Um, yeah, we'll holler at him in a couple. So anyway, um, uh, Greg. Yo. Um, what, what Did you sell your boat? I did. Uh, so you got rid of your boat. Yep. And your other one's being built. It should be here in about a week and a half. Oh, good. Oh. I, I remember last year, it was like you were... Wire. The, the, the stuff was like drying, and you were driving down the road. Yeah, because last year with COVID, yeah. yeah, 2020, or two years ago, 2020 ran yeah. all the way almost into 21. Yeah, right. So, like, it was really hard to get everything followed through, and then all the companies weren't, you know, pumping out product. It was right. tough. I remember right. a couple I remember a couple of, of big-name tour-level pros that um, fished out of their previous year's boat. Because they were, well, first of all, it was pretty smart on their part to keep their boat. Correct. And then they, because they, they probably got, a, they probably got tipped off, but, you know, hey, you might not want to yeah. part, part ways with your, with your rod just yet. Yeah. But, you know, it was, it was bad. It was bad. I mean, the electronic side of things. Everything was. Is still really bad. Yep. Um, I have some customers in the market for 12 and 15 inch Helix. And we've had some on order for quite a long time. Yeah. Wow. Um, and they're still like, they don't even have an ETA on the 15. Yeah. And some of the 12s, like control head onlys, are putting ETAs on. But if you want one with a transducer, I, I, I mean, who knows? Probably all come in at the same time, like in January. Maybe. But uh, that's still an issue. Um, what are you going to do with your electronics? You, you, can you pull them off your old boat, or do you sell no, everything? All the new ones are in. Oh, really? You got them already? Yep. He's just uh, ready. Special. Yep, ready well, to rock. 12-inch screens. Listen, I, I, I prepared myself. Back in September, that's when I did all my stuff. Ah. Way ahead of everybody else. Like, everybody, you know, November, I would say, is when most of the orders happen. Yeah. yeah. But I said, you know, the boat's already sold. This one's already sold, too, actually. But I just want to make sure that I had everything coming in on time and, you know, ready for the season. Yeah. So, yeah. So what are you running? 
Uh, same thing, the 920 Elite Phoenix. Yep, yep. 920 Elite with uh, hummingbirds. Hummingbirds all across the board, Minn Kota, uh, you know, Raptors for anchor systems. Mm-hmm. It's going to be basically the same boat as last year. I'm going to change the electronics a little bit the way I laid them out this year compared mm-hmm. to last year, but yeah. it's going to be pretty pretty wild boat. Three units nice. up front? Three up front, two in the back. Yep. One for your um, Mega Live. Yep. One for 360. 250 hammer hammer jammer on the back. That's it. Everything. I mean, I'm just. And then gonna the other one's going to be like <laughs> mapping or 2D or a yep. combination of both. Yeah. That's a great boat, man. I got I had a chance to ride in his boat a couple times. And, and the last time we we were fishing together, we, we were uh, looking for a big fish. And he's like, well, we got to go to the Sassafras. And, and it, oh, it, there we go. Oh, here, we'll get to that story here in a minute. Here's Fat Cat Newton. Yo, Fat Cat. Yo, Fat Cat. You got to call him, Mike. Hang on. Hang on. I got it. There he is. Fat Cat, how you doing? Hello. How about me now? You got me? I got you, We got you now. I got you. We got you now, Bobby. What's going on, Blitz? How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. How y'all making out? Oh, we're just as fine as can be, you know, just uh, finishing up another day at the shop and looking forward to speaking with you. And we got Greg DePalma on the show tonight also. Oh, Greg DePalma. You guys are in good company. All yeah. right. Who, who is this again? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Different Greg DePalma. <laughs> so if, uh, for everybody uh, listening tonight, uh, which we got a big crowd tonight listening in, uh, Fat Cat, uh, on, the, on the phone is Fat Cat Newton, in, and he is with uh, Cash and Rods, and you've been with them for how long? Uh, 2014, man. I've yeah. uh, been with them for a while. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. So, uh, so you've been through the whole uh, 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 range of rods with them and ever since they started, and they've always made great, fantastic rods. Um, but, uh, they had just, they have just released a new rod, the icon series. Yeah, that's right, man. We, uh, we basically, when I say we, Cashin was built on the, the best model ever for us was the elite Cashin elites. And what, what Matt did is he took everything he learned from that, like things, everything that worked and things that didn't work, he got rid of, but basically made a bunch of subtle changes. It's going to make a big difference. A whole new, like, dude, proprietary epoxy, pre-impregnated carbon fiber, and, like, all this blah, blah, blah stuff that just a bigger, better, lighter, more sensitive, and stronger rod. Definitely definitely lighter. Definitely lighter. And, uh, yeah, stronger. See, you got to understand, this rod is built a lot like me. Strong, sensitive, and sexy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, while you're, while you're talking about about the similarities between the icons and yourself, I'm, I actually have a couple here. I'm going to hold up to the camera just to kind of familiarize everybody with uh, the the interesting uh, carbon uh, real seat and handles. Yeah, they. Um, one of the things about about that we always liked about them was was they were different than anybody else. Their handles were just totally different. It's their own their own thought over uh, a handle with the with the, the their older series what was that what was the, the, the yellow handled one george the elite it, yeah man the yeah. elite. one thing that really sets us apart when you walk into any tackle shop anywhere cashing normally sticks out because of that carbon fiber woven handle and sometimes it intimidates folks because they're like they haven't seen it before they think it's going to be hard but it's 
I think if it gets moist, it gets wet, you're out there in the rain, it actually packs up. But it just – all it does, man, is it enhances that sensitivity. It sends that – you know, each one of your micro guides coming down the line, that carbon fiber right to that real seat where our real seats are also, if I get the word out of my mouth, we have that exposed blank at the bottom of our real seat. Everything that we do is just to give those rides more sensitivity, man. Oh, absolutely. And uh, Matt definitely knocked it out of the park with these icons. So far, man, the feedback has been uh, nothing but good on them bad boys. I've been putting them to work. We just come back from Venice, Louisiana, Bobby. Uh -huh. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, dude. We took the uh, – we got a new icon inshore ride. So we got a popping cork model and all these other – I don't know much about inshore. It's basically the same thing. It's like a bass ride. So you just put inshore on it. Marketing secret. <laughs> <laughs> just the joke. Kidding. It's actually different. But, uh, yeah, man, we put them to work out there, dude. I'm, uh, everybody's impressed with them so far. So, lifetime warranty made in America, Bobby. The ah, rods, man, the blanks are rolled right in Stanford, North Carolina. That's yeah. one thing that has helped us through this whole nasty pandemic. You know, it's a little rough at first, but we've been able to stay ahead of the game on inventory because we make them right here in the good old U.S. of A. Yeah, that is so awesome, you know, to have that, uh, especially on the East Coast here, um, to have a company that close to, to where we're, we're at. Because when we order rods, they're, they're here like the next day. Oh, and look at the price point, $199, 200 bucks. Yeah. yeah, you get that rod, you get all those features of that rod um, built, like Fat Cat says, to these awesome specifications and they tweaked them over everything they've learned over the years. And then they released this rod, the Icon Series rod. And it is absolutely amazing. Uh, quite frankly, the best feeling rod I think they make. Um, when you pick it up, you can feel the lightness. You can well, feel the sensitive, you know, the power and the sensitivity of it. And a lot of specialty actions. This one here is a uh, – bear with me a second, Fat Cat. Like, I can't read. Hey, man, take your time. Sound it this out. Is seven, Sound this is a 7.6 – uh, AMSB model. Is that is that Amish made swim bait? Uh, it is. Good okay. call, man. Amish okay. made swim bait. It certainly is. This, man, bad this boy, pandemic has really got that much. Today. This I bad boy acts anymore. like it would handle about a 16-inch uh, triple-jointed Amish made jerk bait. Um, <laughs> you know, it's got, some, it's, but it's light. It's not, it's not an overpowering rod. You know, so when you're, yeah, sling, yeah, exactly. when you're slinging that, when you're slinging that hunk of wood, you know, <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah, you got, you got to have the hardware to, 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 to sling uh, the, the magnum baits like that. Well, you keep bringing up the Amish made swim bait. I like this. I like I like coming on here. We are what a lightcaster. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this is a seven six uh, medium heavy, fast uh, flipping rod. I'm gonna get Nick to zoom in on that guide train. So you guys are one of the few companies left that are still going with what I would call like a a, a mid micro. You know, you're not really them tiny little micros, but you're. But you're running, you're running like not much far from that. Um, and I notice on this flipping rod, it's got a bigger tip on it, so I don't think you're having issues with a, like a leader knot. No, you're right, exactly. So, matter of fact, in this Venice trip we were just on, a cat there had a uh, he had an elite. The elite was dated from like 2011, and it had the true micro guide yeah. to where there was no uni knot, blood knot that was getting through there. So over the years, Matt still wants to stick to that micro guide. He's went up a little bit, but he truly believes in it. It enhances the sensitivity, and he believes it enhances the casting distance. 
So you'll probably always see some sort of a micro guide on these rods. But like you said, on our flipping rods, we do have those bigger tips because we know, for what, you know, you said your lead or not. But plus, man, when you're always jamming that tip down into the brush piles, getting it unhung, unsnagged, and all that stuff, uh, that's another reason we have the big tips on the flipping rods. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that bigger tips, that bigger tips looks sturdy too. You know, if you're. Oh yeah! If it's you're out all big red running through the woods, I mean this bad boy's gonna. <laughs> yeah, hold dude, up. If you got to hammer down <laughs> southbound, busting the gate, doing nine, the eight, school on school with a driver's seat full of white meat, you need a rod with a heavy tip like that. You know what I mean? You and do. that's one thing that the icons do have, like the evolution of cash and rods. Something that a lot of us on staff have always talked about is that the model numbers can be confusing. Like you know, if you're you know a true cash and guy. When he can roll at the M8437. That's when you know it's a Cashin guy. But what Cashin finally did is they labeled the rods. Like you said, the flipping stick. You got your multi purpose. You got your worming jig. Now we have a cranking rod. Now, which makes it so much easier for the consumer. You walk into the shop, kind of gives you an idea. You know where to start. You don't really have to decipher that crazy code that's been on the elite up until now. Yeah, those are some crazy numbers. I mean, I do. I, yeah, that's that's kind of my that. job, and I have a hard time with them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it gives me a headache. But that's all part of, you know, Matt Cash and PhD in chemistry. Can't do anything simple. You just got to be a brainiac and make formulas and do all this crazy stuff all the time. Yeah. But at least it makes a good rod, right? So we're, right we're on. Okay. Right on. Uh, so if you were if you were talking to some of some of our uh, customers here in the shop and, and 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 you were here to say, hey, you know, and they asked you what were the what would be the three top rods in Icon, one spinning and two casting that you would say you must have to get somebody started. Uh, the multi-purpose, multi-purpose in your spinning and your casting, without a doubt, that that blank is just phenomenal. You can do almost everything with that multi-purpose. It truly is what it says. It's multi-purpose, and uh, gosh, man, it's it's hard to beat our flipping stick. To get that seven six heavy, that's that light and that stout. Yeah. I'd probably go with the multi-purpose because you can throw anything you want to throw on that from your spinner bait. So you can even throw your square bills on it, and you can drag if you want to drag a plastic on it. You're more than welcome to do that, my friend. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to the flipping stick and put you on a half ounce jig, maybe a little bit of three quarter ounce tungsten, flip a little something, something from grass line, yeah. do what you want to do. And you can flip some jigs, stick some pigs, and that flipping stick's going to get them out of the brush into the boat, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're a, you're a Potomac. You live on the Potomac, correct? You're a Potomac River guy. I do. Yeah, man, born and raised. Love this place. Yeah, so that's, you know, a ton of our local customers here are Potomac regulars, and a bunch of our online customers are from that region. Of course, you know. Chatterbait rods. Chatterbait yeah. rod, chatterbait rod, that, that's chatterbait what, rod. Yeah, you read my mind. I wanted to know what your number one rod was for down there, and it's the chatterbait rod. I got you. Without a doubt, brother. And that's another rod of ours that's pretty universal. The guys, some of our guys have three or four of them on the deck, those chatterbait rods, because they're that versatile. But it's just, it is the perfect rod for a bladed jig. Yeah, it's definitely a good multi-purpose rod as well. It is, man. It's got, it's got that, that matter, that moderate fast tip. It loads up. If you want to do some roll casting, you can more than welcome to do some roll casting with that bad boy. So it's got the perfect tip for that kind of stuff. 
Right very, on. Very, I'm going to be being good. all cool. I'm like, y'all are more than welcome to do this and more than welcome to do that. I'm just being nice. You guys are just. You are. You're being, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're being nice. And we got probably one of the biggest all-time Fat Cat Newton fans. I mean, this guy down here on the end, Corbin Gottwald. Oh, he, yeah. He goes back to. Corbin, what's up, Corbin? What's up, bro? <laughs> Bobby? He what's goes, up, man? He goes back to the very, very ever first videos. I mean, we oh, learned yeah. we learned how to clean our reels. We learned the proper <laughs> how to shoot shotguns. We learned the proper catch wow. pickup trucks, high high kicks. I mean, <laughs> proper way to uh to uh you know maintain our bodies with a good breakfast. Um, yeah. I mean, yes. you know, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could say I'm a student of the fat cat sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm getting my mind right, Bobby. You know what I mean? Yes, but, talking about corporate but, but, but what I'm trying to figure out, fat cat, is like I need some yeah. work on this high kick. And I just don't have, like, my language right. Can we get, like, a high kick on, on live right now? I mean, like, how, what, what's the proper, like, posture? What's the, what's the highest kick you've ever done, man? No, I every bit of about 16, 17 inches. All of those, like, <laughs> I can get them up there, man. I can definitely. You gotta, you gotta get that bounce. Hot kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot kick. I mean, man. I mean the nunchucks. I mean the cash nunchucks, man. I mean people. Yeah, the, the classic, pump. dude. The nunchucks. Yeah, they 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 were confiscated. ATF. <laughs> that's funny man um, how's, how's your uh how's your uh iCast release rod selling bro that's so that that is not selling very well believe it or not uh, <laughs> not enough supply to us demand we well here's the deal it's a pre-order deal it doesn't go live until uh april 1st 2022, but the pre-order is on for $1,187. So far, no one That's decent. tried that. But I will say, dude, I am a marketing genius because that rod at iCast was what they were talking about. It was... Uh, yeah, this is true. It was pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I thought it was genius. I, I, I really thought it was genius. Everybody talked about it. Uh, we got uh, text on it. Uh, we got, you know, people calling, emails, you yeah. name it, all the time asking us about it. And I, I thought I thought that was a marketing, a marketing, uh, great marketing ploy by you. Yeah, we're working on 2.0 now. I've been talking to Elon <laughs> Musk about getting the flamethrower. We're working on flamethrowers. Maybe a taser for case guys get too close to you, which we're working, we're working the bugs out. Oh, sweet, sweet. Well, I got just the place to test that if you ever need to uh, do some practice. Yeah, I was testing on Greg De Palma. Well, yeah. On, on, yep. Dude, you, you can't catch me if you tried. <laughs> hey, uh, are, are you fishing the uh, James River Open this year? You got time for it or no? Dude, I, I, I am not. I have I do not fish anymore, apparently. I haven't fished a tournament since 87 because I won back-to-back classes in 87. <laughs> yep. I didn't know that. That was the last tournament I fished. But, no, that was that's probably one of the last Opens I fished was – 2016 maybe something like that yeah i remember that that one yeah yeah we were we were, uh, gonna, we were gonna collaborate and do some stuff together but we never got our schedules to line right. up so i was kind of hoping That's this before year. you got big i remember you were the open king i was and then next thing you know yeah you made the elites and stuff you were one of the dudes that grinded it man you were one of the guys that just so do you like do you like do you oh I lucked out do you like me for that reason? <laughs> no, 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 you're not one of the guys that looked that you actually kept with them until you got where you wanted to go. Some guys just give it one season, two seasons, give up. 
Not Greg DePalma. Thanks, man. Compliment. I know you don't get them very often, but just try to take it. Yeah, no, no, nobody likes me. You're, you're the only guy so far ever. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so what's on uh, what's on your agenda, Fat Cat? I know you did some uh, stuff uh, with the, with the tournaments already. Or, you know the tournament. Yeah, dude. Sure no, we're looking forward to uh, 2022, the National Professional Fishing League. We're gonna. We're going to try this thing again. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see if we can get through another season. Um, ho- hopefully, this one will end better than the last one. Uh, and we got off to a good start, rocky end, but hopefully we can pick up uh, season number two. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Schedule yeah, looks good. To it, man. The schedule. Got a good schedule, dude. Uh, the, the anglers seem happy about it. I like and it. So, and here's the, if they're happy, I'm happy, brother. Yeah. I, I think it's great. I think that new schedule looks sweet. Yeah, it was weird because a lot of folks thought, oh, my gosh, you guys are fishing a seven-day. Because the way the schedule came out, they included the practice days. Oh, and geez. folks were commenting, thinking that we were fishing like seven-day tournaments. I'm like, no, I'm good on that. We're not, <laughs> <clears throat> we're not doing that. <laughs> but, like, uh, the, the week leading up to the tournament, we do, like, round tables. So, every night leading up to the tournament, so let's see, tournament starts on Thursday, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, and then some Wednesday nights we'll do what's called a round table. We'll have four of the anglers on on the Facebook page of National Professional Fishing League. So we'll have four anglers on. We'll just try to get to know them, talk about the practice, and I'll just I'll ask a bunch of stupid questions. So, yeah, and that, that leads up to the tournament, and then the tournament, and Luke Duncan, and he gets up there and runs his lips and shakes his hips, and, uh, yeah. Pretty cool experience, man. Well, George is uh George watches. He he has a he has a problem. He watches every fishing event ever on on live. Right yeah. on, dude. So right. you know, yeah, I watch a lot of live. He so he he got a chance to watch a couple uh well several year of your guys' events and and uh, we and and so have I. Uh, great coverage, great great um, great tournament, and a, I think another great avenue for the guys to get out there and fish. So congratulations with that one. Right on, man. Appreciate it, dude. Yeah, we go uh, for the most part getting positive feedback. And my, like I say, dude, I go off of the anglers. If the anglers are having a good time and the anglers are happy, then I'm having a good time when I'm happy. Because yeah. if it's not for the anglers, then we're just there'll be no league. So right on, right. Yeah, man. Seems to be pretty. After you know, like I say after how it ended, uh, everybody seems to be on the same page and is ready to get 2022 started. So yeah, that's good. Yep, that's absolutely. Good. Right uh, on, well. Dude. Fat Cat, when's the next music yeah. video coming out, man? Or the, I don't know, man. My, my man hit me up uh, recently, <laughs> so I've got to get with uh, I got to get with old High Speed Chase, Bro Next Music, and we got to do another one. We just have to figure it out. <laughs> we got to uh, got to do something because I see. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that, I, that I've made music videos. I mean, that, that last one was pretty epic, man. Well, both of them, all yeah. of them, man. Yeah, dude, it's interesting. It's interesting. So, how, what's the bite like on the Potomac right now? Is it a good time to come down, or or, or what? What what what's going on? Are we up in the creeks yet, or are we out in the main river? Yeah, I, dude, brother, I wish I could tell you. I haven't even been out there. I just got back from Venice, and then I leave. I leave in two days. What do I leave? At least Saturday morning. We're going to go down to Cape Hatteras and do some surfing sound there. So I haven't been on the Potomac in, gosh, man, it's yeah. been. Two months. Probably. You got, you yeah, got I've been slacking. 
you got yourself a whole set of first world problems, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah. Poor me, right? <laughs> Venice, Louisiana. I got to go to stupid Cape Hatter. <laughs> I know. Well, uh, yeah, nah. that's a big bucket list for me and George is going down there and fishing uh, Venice for the redfish. You have to go, man. We're, it is we're dying phenomenal. to get down there. So, it's, it's not what it used to be because we went with one of the best down there. We went with Sean O'Connell. Like, the dude's a three-time world champion redfish. Like, he is no joke. He knows he knows everything. He's just a good dude. And uh, he said it's just not the same, just how it's changed from the hurricanes, from the Army Corps of Engineers experimenting with different things. And he said it's not what it was. But we got up on a tower and did some sight fishing for him, and that was an experience. And if you get to go down there, oh, wow. see if you can't get on a tower – and do some sight fishing for red. It's a blast. Mm. They're going to need an elevator on that tower for me to get up on that bad boy, man. <laughs> if I can get up there, you can get up there, man. It's not that bad. I mean, them little ladders look awful small towards the top. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we went down to Harbor Freight and bought some scaffolding. And that's what we used for me. That's funny. <laughs> well, whatever works, right? <laughs> that's right, dude. Hey, man, one in Rome, right? Right, <laughs> but no. Well, if you ever get the chance to go, man, make sure you go to Venice. It's well, we've had we've had three trips canceled so far: two hurricanes and a COVID outbreak. So I mean, you know, one of these times yeah. we're going to get thrilled. Yeah, well, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we won't keep you too long here, Fat Cat. We really appreciate Please. you stopping and and uh, taking our call tonight. Um, you know, we're big fans of Fat Cat Newton, and we're, and we're big fans of Cash and Rods and. And Matt Cashin's a great guy and designed some really, really good stuff. Um, and, I, and I think he uh, he did right by putting you on their staff because, you know, uh, we just we just love everything about, about, about what you're doing, brother. Right on, man. I appreciate that. That, that means a lot. Uh, love y'all's energy, man. Appreciate you guys. And thanks for putting up with Greg and letting him be on the show <laughs> with you guys. So that's still left out. Thanks, Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby! All right, folks, appreciate you. Ah, <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, Y'all have a great night. Uh, you do yep. the same. Thanks same, a lot, man. brother. See you, fat cat. All right, man. All right, bye now. All right, guys. Let's, let's end the show right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fit. great fat cat, Newton. Uh, uh, for all you guys who don't know who he is, you got to look him up on his uh, Facebook page and his uh, YouTube page, uh, Fat Cat Newton. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's with, uh, cash and rods and, and, you know, as we talked about him a couple times on our show here, uh, we have the icon series in stock right now. Uh, and, and it's true. Everything that was said tonight, uh, they're, they're, they're lighter than, than normal. Their, their actions are tweaked. The, uh, the sensitivities there. Uh, I mean, the rods are made in North Carolina and I they're mean, made. I, in I mean, the they start, US, they yeah. start with, uh, sheets of carbon. Yeah. And uh, Matt Cashin is a uh, actually a doctor. Um, I mean, he's got his PhD. Yep. He's an engineer, and um, and he he knows carbon. He knows <laughs> he, he knows, knows carbon, carbon <laughs> and he knows resins, and he knows all these yep. prepegs and all them other crazy rod building terms. But uh, you know, they design, and, and I mean, they have a full range of rods. It's not crazy. They don't have like. 20 series of rods they have a they have their icon series 
They have a they have a couple rods in their kayak series. They have, uh, as Fat Cat was saying, they have some inshore slash saltwater type rods. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, within the Icon series, they have. I mean, they're probably their most famous pro that helps them with their rod design is John Cruz. Yep. And if anybody follows John Cruz, you know he's a tackle tankering nut. I mean, he's always trying to not just sitting in those meetings. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's always trying to like Matt Cashin and uh, oh god. I mean, John Cruz. <laughs> everybody else, in fact. I mean, he works with Spro and Gamagatsu and Cashin for a reason because I mean, he brings a perspective. But anyways, they have a John Cruz like edition of those rods, if you will, that are like his twists on on it. So yeah, you know. Hey, listen, if you're if you're surfing around or if you're in the neighborhood and you want to look at something that's maybe not you know, considered a mainstream rod brand, but it certainly is a big rod brand yeah. um, that's American-made yep. that has a really good crew of people. You know, when you go, when you deal with companies or businesses, if you're if you're the kind of person that shops local, you know, when you go into certain businesses in your neighborhood or in your community, you know, you know, that, that the value of the people. Well, I'm just telling you, I, the, the, the crew at Cashin... Uh, from the main man, Matt, down to, you know, the, the people. I'm going to tell you something. That when they pack their rods for shipping, I mean, it. you need to – it is a project to unpack yeah. these rods. You know, yeah. they, they, they even ship their rods differently than anyone else in the industry. I mean, you could probably drop these things off the Empire State Building and they wouldn't break the way they have them packed up. So, I mean, it just – enough said – Let's move on from the whole cashing thing, but yeah, really a good line of rods, or, or, or else guess what? They we wouldn't, we wouldn't stock them. That's what I'm saying. Right. They, they, you know, they, they wouldn't have made the cut and, and got in here, but they, we've been selling them for sensors better cashing, yeah, um, you, because they are legit. They're legit. Yeah. Yep. So, all let's right, we're move gonna, on, Mike. Give us a little sound there. And let's move, roll. We're gonna move into a little bit of tackle talk. Oh, but you know it. Uh, we got the, we missed this segment last last uh, week, and um, we wanted to kind of get it in early because there's just a lot of tackle coming out, Greg. That and, there is, and uh, between Corbin and George and I, we've been trying to fish it all, getting out and do a little we're, fishing. We're, we're doing a pretty good job, man. Uh, we, I mean, we're definitely covering it. Yeah, they're definitely covering it. Corbin Corbin's been uh, throwing all the baits. Um, and George has been jumping in there and getting out and doing some stuff. Uh, when I'm allowed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Mike, and Mikey got to go fishing on Wednesday. Yeah. So, as you guys saw, some of you guys saw, we went live yesterday. And I picked up the Stunna jerkbait, which we talked about extensively. And I was going to cut it off and, and put something else on. And Corbin said, you have to throw that at least 10 times so you know what that bait's doing. And he was right. Well, I, 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 throw I said it. in honor of George. Yeah, in honor of George. Plus, he, you know, he wanted me to get the feel for the bait, so I really knew what, was, what to talk about about that bait. So I threw it out and messed with it a little bit, and I threw it out the second time, and bam, I caught one on it. And I was like, well, maybe I'll throw this a little bit. And I threw it for uh, most of the day and caught some really big hammers on it, um, in, you know, and, and learned a lot about that bait. So we had, we had a chance to throw that. What, what other baits were you throwing, Corbin? Uh, the last last couple of trips out, uh, the Chatterbait Mini Max uh, by Z Man. Um, What's up with that thing? 
Well, that here thing it is. is pretty sweet. Yeah. What, what is up with this? Thing? Bring it on in yeah. here, cameraman Nick. What about the action in that thing? What was that all about? So, you know what, Can't, Nick? I'm going to grab a jackhammer so we have a comparison in size. I'll get at, it for you, George. At, I'll get it. Oh, wait a minute. Mike's going to get that. So, you know, George grabbed one of these. We fished together on Sunday um, in not the best conditions. And, uh, you know, we were doing some product testing. And what we really found unique was how it was kind of resembled the stealth blade, but even a tighter wobble than the stealth blade. So um, the stealth blade is the clear bladed chatterbait jackhammer um, that they make out that you use in like the, the clear water, high pressure situations. But the mini max is smaller. I think it's got a two or three O hook. So immediately, you know, when, when a lot of times you're using, you know, your four inch swim bait, your three and a half inch swim bait, this, this bait holds a small swim bait really, really well. We, we, I think we use the Kytec. We use the Z-Man minnows. Um, because a lot of times, like, especially with smallmouth, they want that smaller profile. And they make it up to, uh, they make it in a quarter, three-eighths and a half ounce, yeah. mm-hmm. which is awesome because you've got a compact bait that gets down. Okay, Nick. So comparing it to the jackhammer, okay, you're going to see it's like, I don't say it's his baby brother, but it's like. That's it's perfect angle right there, Nick. So here's the blade on the jackhammer. And there's the blade on the Mini Max. Um, it's it's noticeably smaller. And side profile, they're evened up in my hand. You can see, you know, the 4.0 hook compared to the 2.0 hook. So it's a just a compact. Now. As Corbin was saying, this bait, if you reel, if you fished a stealth blade, and when you reel a stealth blade in, you know, one of the biggest complaints that was given about the stealth blade that held no value was it doesn't feel like a jackhammer. Well, it's because it's not a jackhammer. Right. It's a stealth blade. It's meant to be a tighter, softer vibration. Almost like a finesse chatterbait. Yeah. We always likened it to reeling in like a rattle trap. Yep. Um, so this bait here is even tighter and stealthier, if you will. So what a couple things that we noticed, and we fished it for several hours on Sunday, uh, the trailer selection is important. This uses a slightly different keeper than the, um, jackhammer. This has a double... Uh, lead barb that's molded into the into the shaft compared to the jackhammer with the twin. You know, you put an Elastec keeper on that jackhammer barb, it easily goes on. It's hard to take off. I mean, it's on forever. This barb right here, we ran a couple different swim baits on it uh, that were not Elastec, and the one was even tore up off the floor of the boat. Yeah, it went nowhere. Um, these are hand tied skirts. They're tied on with wire. <clears throat> quality, quality, quality product, but expect a more subtle vibration. I really liked it for yo-yoing. Um, you could you could sink it down quick and then yo-yo it up, and it had a really nice, you know, feel for that yo-yo. And I really liked it with a more skinnier swim bait, boot boot foot swim bait, or a smaller crawl style trailer. Um, obviously, we only fished it for one day. We only had one in the. The bottom one. The bottom one, that one. Yeah. So, Chatterbait Mini Max. This thing, 
you know, the quarter ounce, if you're a small water fisherman, uh, this thing's going to be right up your alley. If you're fishing ponds or if you're fishing streams or if you're a tidal water guy and you want to chatterbait, you can swim over top of the grass on high tide. Uh, the three-eighths is going to probably be your, your all-around. Um, it sinks pretty good. You know, you can get it easily fished five, six foot of water with it. And then, of course, the half is going to provide you with a little more vibration just because you have more resistance in the water. Um, so the Minimax, the latest, just when you thought they couldn't invent any more chatterbaits, here it is. They did and, the big blade, and now they did the mini max. And I, I'm telling you guys, this is going to play big time um, for places where there's smaller bait fish, smaller foliage, because it has a smaller hook, smaller profile, and it's really – I don't want to say it's a missing link that they've had in the in the chatterbait line because I don't think there is one, but it definitely is going to have its time and its place. Um, so do not – I like it. it. It's, it's a big fish bait too. I can tell you right now it's going to be a big fish bait. So there, there's, there's a mini also, right? That's out there, there. There's a little. There's a yeah. little mini, like eighth ounce. Okay. And and it's bigger than the quarter. And there and there's a and there's a there's a little mini quarter. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's in between that. Yeah. And, well, yeah. what's different about this, Greg, is this is a mini in blade and in hook, but this is not a like the little mini has a lightweight hook. Yes. Yeah, that's not like that little hook. This is a, that's I mean, nice. this is a hook that'll handle a. That's perfect. A begging. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a Greg De Palma hook. This is a this is a honey I shrunk the jackhammer. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a thing here, right here. So, you might want to put a couple of those in your arsenal. Um, How many you got here? We have a couple. Yeah, mm. we've got. Um, you can <laughs> probably you can probably score a couple if you're. You know. What do I got? What do I got to say? <laughs> well, take me uh, to your chatterbait you, aisle. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how, how would you fish that that bait, Greg? I mean, wh- where would you where would you think you would? I would fish bust it, that into. I would fish it vigorously. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would throw this, dude. This is like, I think you know. I don't throw the mini. I think that thing. That's why I asked because I remember that one being really small. It's real small. The Too hook's, small. The hooks like it's like a it's like a it's like a trout freaking hook in it. Yeah. This thing right here is like I I have thrown the mini before, and I think I want to say striking had a tiny one, didn't they? Didn't they have a small poison one or whatever it was a long time ago? A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. and I remember throwing that thing, yeah. and it always rise to the top. Right. I, th- I thought it was too light, and I think I had the same experience with that one. So this would be like perfect, man. River systems and stuff like that. Gosh. Yeah. I I will definitely be throwing this this year. I promise you that. Oh yeah. Without a doubt, dude. Tough, yeah. Tough scenarios. Like well, you're saying, you know, down you know, we, and we actually had a tough bite on Sunday afternoon, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, we picked that bait up. Now, we had one bait with us. We had we had a uh, a couple of trailers. We wanted to try some different trailers. We wanted to try to see um how it reacted, how it swam. Right. Um. What's your so, What's your water temperature now on the Susky? Forty four. I was 45, gonna say so, dude. I feel like a chatterbait is one of the most underrated all around baits there is because they work in hot water. You know, I caught a lot of fish in that colder water. I would say colder water. They really truly excel yeah. big time. I did. I did well uh, this past Sunday with it. Yep. Um, matter of fact, this one right here. Yeah. Black and blue uh, hammerjack. That's what I caught them on too. You <coughs> yeah. guys, few yep. weeks ago. Yep. yep. So this this excites me for another reason. Now I'm a big stealth blade guy. I like the stealth blade when, the, especially in the late summer and the fall. You know how that September is just funk. Just I don't care where you go. September can be funky. Yeah. I think this is going to come into the the the, the, the funk the funk pattern. 
This is going to be Funkalicious. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, so on the Stealth Blade, what I throw is the uh, standard swing impact from Kytec. Or something that is that size. Because the Stealth Blade, if you get too big of a trailer on it, it kind of overpowers it. Yes. Um, yeah, you, de- you definitely want to stay, stay with, on a smaller Man, and, th- and, that, and that works so good. Uh, this is what we were running on this as well. Uh, we were running a, a little dipper from Reaction. Um, and the uh, swing impact from Kytec. And it definitely swam nice with both of those. It swam better with the with the Kytec or something of that size. Yeah, you know what else I think is going to be dynamite on this? The Easy Shiner by Kytec, how it's flat. And a uh, mm-hmm. twin tail nice. grub. Yeah, like a little zoom, not the fat Albert grub, but the creepy crawler, creepy crawler grub, or the baby menace. Something that's got some kick to it, but it's it's smaller. So, so that that that's that was an interesting little experiment from last Sunday. Well, uh, just so when you see those tax write offs, still got a ton- fun fishing trip. Yeah, we got a ton of listeners doing. tonight. Nathaniel, how you doing? Raymond Barton, thanks for stopping in. Fred, what's up, Fred? Andre Albernez, he's always hanging in here. Ben the Buck Hunter's hanging out. Oh, he's he's getting ready for the parade Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> John Henning, how you doing? Dale Fogel, Kevin Carpenter, how you doing, buddy? Always stopping in. Go, uh, go, Gomez. Yep. Uh, go, goes here. Ed Rodnowski, how you doing, Ed? Um, Joe LaBarbera. Joe LaBarbera. How you doing, Joe? And uh, what's he says? Uh, yeah, he, he was wondering how you would incorporate that in your fishing, one of those baits. Yeah, dude, I'm serious, man. I'll, yeah. tell, you, I'll tell you what. Once I start throwing it, we'll, we'll shoot a video for it. Yeah. And, and what yeah. I think about it and what I think it excels at. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to do really good, guys. I really do. I mean, it, it looks right. Jimmy Arnold's in the house saying hi to, yep. hi to everybody. I saw a picture of Jimmy on the front door. Oh, did you? Yeah, right here. No, that's Senor Verde. No, uh, that's, that's uh, not Jimmy. That's, Jimmy. That's Matt Jimmy. Green. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is Jimmy in the front door? Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah. you're getting busted oh, on, God. buddy. I, I, hope, I hope Shay's watching right now. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, uh, another bait that we wanted to highlight tonight, and we're only going to highlight a couple baits, and then we're going to we're going to move on to some fishing talk. But uh, a cu- another bait we wanted to highlight is the gilly, and this is primarily because we have gotten so many uh, calls slash questions. You know, when, what, where, how, why. Now full. Full disclosure on this, we have not fished this bait yet. I can already tell you where this is going to excel. <clears throat> Bed fishing. Ah. Uh, 100%. Ah. Uh, well, we don't do good about bed fishing around here. You know why? It's illegal. We can't see them. <laughs> is it illegal here? Ah, uh, technically. Describe, define illegal. Close your eyes and cast. Yeah. <laughs> so, what we have here is the ghillie um, from Berkeley. And, you know, it's power bait, scented, uh, gill-style bait, which may or may not have been influenced by a Japanese bait. Um, <laughs> this bait's designed for flipping. This bait's designed for a chatterbait trailer. This bait is designed for any rigging known to man. It's a Mike Iconelli series bait. He's doing a lot of videos on how he rigs it and fishes it. So you might want to 
jet on over to his uh, empire and check out some of those vids. But they comes in a 90, which is this guy here. It comes in a uh, 110, which is this guy here. The 90 is a 4-pack. The 110 is a 3-pack. And then for all you ambitious guys out there in the crowd and gals, it comes in a 130, which is a 2-pack. This is one of their high-def colors right here, which uh, Pure Fishing has has introduced some high-def colors over the last few years. This is the... uh, the high def yellow perch, to be exact. Um, yeah, so the ghillie is in the house, and you know you're gonna rig it. If you're flipping it, you're gonna rig it this way. Okay, the hook's gonna come out here, not not this way. All right. Um, you can rig it as a chatterbait trailer. You could also rig it sideways for that. And you can also rig it lengthwise as a swim bait with a with a big wide gap hook and and swim it. So there's 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 tons of rigging op- options. There's there's um it's it's I mean it's a it's a full range bait and the the detail and the quality. It's power bait. You know they make a fine product. And uh, there you go. What do you want you to do? Rig that thing sideways, I guess, or something? Yeah. I just yeah. wondered about that. Were you I'm paying attention? No, I wasn't like paying you. attention. I'm wondering if maybe this might play in the catfish game, too. Yeah. Every time I come here, my gas mileage gets worse in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> Going home. <laughs> Going home. <laughs> okay, so the last bait I want to show you guys tonight, in honor of um, cold weather and cold crankbaits, cold water crankbaits, um, there's a, there's there's a lot of talk out in the crankbait world about cold water crankbaits, and I know the guys over at Woodbait Nation are doing a whole week of cold water cranks that they're making. Um, tremendous builds going on over there. Well, this is a this is an evergreen bait called the Flat Force. You can kind of get a picture of the of the sides and the. Profile. It's a flat-sided bait, obviously. Silent. Okay. Really good quality hooks. Circuit board lip. But this color right here is called Fire Crawl. Imagine that. Um, and it was out of stock for a long time. There's there's some shad colors also that were out of stock for some long time that are all back in stock now. So, flat force, cold weather, flat sided bait. Wanted to highlight that. We get asked, we we try to highlight stuff. We get asked a lot of questions on. We got asked a lot of questions on this bad boy right here. And then finally on the tackle segment, I know Matt has been working real hard to put some stuff up there. What was he? Uh, yeah, Matt working on. Matt, Matt, Matt has been loading product, so we're going to break down some of Matt's latest uh, pages that he built. Um, so, St. Croix, we got a huge shipment of St. Croix in. They added a bunch of models to the Victory line. A bunch. They're all in stock. They're all up on sfttackle.com. They're all in the shop. They redid their Bass X line. Uh, the Bass X line... 
Yeah, thank God. Just going to say this. The thank first God. generation was not very St. Croix-like. It sucks. Um, St. Croix, you know, we, we are a huge we, – we, we carry we love a them. massive Everything. selection of St. Croix. But – Love them all. You know, we're going to – We're going to call it like, like it is, George. We're going to call it like it is. And the first generation of Bass X was rough. So mm-hmm. the second generation is freaking sweet, man. Yep. They're lighter. Yep. The actions are crisp. Better, better very, built. Very, very better nice. built. St. Croix-ish built. Very, very good. Uh, we also got the new Lose BB1 Pro. So they went to the LFS frame. The BB1 and yeah. the and the BB1 Pro that you've known for years have been kind of they kind of they got together. They had a love child, and the love child is the BB1 Pro LFS. There you have it. Another another couple letters behind a lose reel. That describes their frame. So they have a series of frames. They have the SLP, and then they have the LFS. SLP is the super low profile. LFS is the light, fast, strong. Got it. So they have like three frame platforms that they operate on. It's like Greg DePalma, light, fast, and strong. Right. Greg DePalma, LFS. (laughs) You know it. Yeah, GDP LFS. Anyone wants a race, let's go. GDP LFS. Uh, It must be a lose reel. (laughs) <laughs> and then we also we also received a, another massive recharge of Maxent. I know uh, I know we've been getting a ton of requests on Maxent. People have been pre-ordering it, back-ordering it. We are jacked up on Maxent again. So that's it on tackle. Um, as far as what's new, what's hot, what's in, what we want to talk about. There's yeah. a bunch more on top yep. of that. Yeah. Greg, and, you walked uh, around the yeah. shop today, um, meandering like you usually do. Get in here and poke around. Yes, I did. Dig up some tidbits. He was shopping. The, oh. fir- the first place I went was to the Chatterbaits. Yeah. that's. I saw you over there right away. That's what I went to. First and, and you went over there and looked at that. Um, what else did you see that caught your eye? Anything decent that was uh, that you're going to try? Just try something new or try something, something that... Pops out in your brain that some of the guys should check out, or well, I'll just take two of each and I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> honestly, no, not really. I mean, nothing that was crazy. I'm still, regardless of you know all the years fishing, I'm still pretty simple. I know you are. I keep it. I keep it simple because I just think that's the best way. I know you do. You know, I still love throwing my jigs. I like throwing buzz baits. Yeah. Um, just flipping some plastics here and there, black, blue, green pumpkin. Simple. Yeah. That's all you need. I hear that a lot. <laughs> well. I know, you, I know you're gonna. Sorry, that was the wrong answer for you, but that's that's no, what I, I know got. You're gonna load, I know you're gonna load up on some Hayabusa hooks and some. Uh, yeah, I mean all that stuff, stuff before you get out of here. I still think after all this time, I mean, I, I know you guys know I like throwing Carolina rig a lot. Yeah, that, that Hayabusa, the HD one for it, you cannot touch it. I it know. is the best. It freaking sticks them, mm-hmm. and they are coming in the boat unless you break your line. I'm gonna bet that he doesn't buy any Hayabusa hooks while he's here. Probably not gonna buy any. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I mean, <laughs> he probably has ten billion of them in his boat. I got a few, hundred thousand. Well, me and George uh, fished a tournament on Conway and came in second place, Carolina ringing this year. And so, all right, so and, and you don't have to say it. What yeah. was the bait on the end? It was a. Uh, you, you don't have to say it if you don't want to. Oh, I don't mind. You sure? Oh, I never, I never. Doesn't matter. All right, let's play. Me. Let's play a guess game. How long was it? It's uh, five inches. Five inches. Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wasn't six, and it wasn't four. Was it straight? Nope. It was not. Huh. It had two curly tails on it. Oh, my God. Who told you that one? No one told me nothing. This is all skill? This is this is out of the A-chord the vault. The space monkey. This is out of the A-chord nope. vault, bro. Nope. 
It was nope. the. If it, I if I get it right, do I get your pose back there? No. Oh, <laughs> no. Uncle David. Did, did, did they ever see that or no? No. no. George that. has this tackle box of pose, man. I saw it and I stopped it instantly. I was like, whoa, dude, where'd you get this at? <laughs> it's like, I'm telling you, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get that. We're gonna share that with the crowd. I would. Yeah. Not for sale. Not this for is sale. eye candy only. Everything I... is for sale, trust me. <laughs> These aren't for sale. Pose, yep. Yeah, pose. Uh no, I was throwing we were throwing the um Strike King bait. The creature hog. Game hog. Game hog. Nice. Game hog. Yeah. How many did you guys get on it? Um, Enough to win. I'm saying it was a, was all your fish on it, all your fish you weighed. Yeah, on everything it? we weighed, we weighed, we weighed with that. We, they, we called out a whole limit with that. Were they thumping it? No, it was an easy one, huh? It was one of them. Yeah. Oh man. Pullers. Jesus. Pullers. And guess what? We caught them all off a of 360. Oh, I, I do believe that. Which was really cool. I've and you know that we times. just got our 360 after yeah. fishing with you for all those all, uh, last couple of years. Yeah, it only took you nine years. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Look at this old school oh, setup here, boys. <laughs> We got the Plano Magnum. <laughs> yeah, double we got side the stickers on it. Double side. I know people would pay you serious money just for the tackle box. We're labeled up on the top. We got, you know, which side was shallow and medium, which side was deep. But I would say the average age of these baits in here is from the mid nineties. Ah, uh, look at that. I can I can smell the oldness in the baits. Yeah, like they have that distinct smell. My yeah, they do. Pops baits smell the same. Breathe way. it in. I'm breathing it. That's original pose super cedars. Yep. We got your now back in back in the mid '90s. This was the bait you threw. Now I want you to know there's line tied on these where they were used. That ain't that ain't David Fritz. He'd have been throwing fire line, not that monofilament. <laughs> That's what? a 400. There wasn't no such thing as fire line or braid. <laughs> oh, uh, there was there. monofilament. <laughs> David Fritzheide. I mean, this was before Fusion Travels. I mean, what about old Pinky? What about old, get old Pinky out here, George? I mean, you know you're going to talk about that. David Fritz thinks, right? He like an old Pinky up in the house. <laughs> Cranking them ledges. Well, I'll tell you what. The reason I bought this color right here was from a tournament on Sam Rayburn Res Reservoir that Jim Tut won. He won it on that crankbait right there. And, I, I mean, it was just amazing, so I had to have a couple of them. That's the carp color. Carp, yeah. That was one of Fritzy's best colors they ever. They call that so. hun honey something now, don't they? His, his honey color. shad. No, uh, <laughs> cream pie or something. <laughs> that right there is called Homer. Formerly known as Fire Tiger without the sides. Homer. No. Actually, Corbin, this is called Clark Gable. Is that what they really called it? This is Clark Gable. This color is called Clark Gable. This is an impressive box. This Seriously. is Clark Gable right here. Yeah. And then, of course, my, my all-time favorite was the brown uh, with the chartreuse sides. George, somebody offered uh, 400. I'm going to speak for George. And she better well, go way higher than that. Son, like a couple zeros son behind that. Uh, uh, you, got, you got three, six, eight. 12, 14, there's, se there's 17 baits on this side right here. Yeah, you might need to come up on your bid a little bit. Because guess what, Mr. $400 for 17 baits? About 40 grand, George. That's Doran Artman. Doran works for us, and he's been oh. drooling over that box now for 
Uh, I think he's been with us now for about two or three months. Well, factor your employee discount in there, Dorn. <laughs> <laughs> and then add a zero. <laughs> now, this side here is the 300s. Would you just look at that? Oh, but you knit. Right there. That one there's got a little line tied on her. These are the RC3s. Biggest bass I ever hooked in the state of Pennsylvania was hooked on an RC3. Hooked. Hooked. <laughs> I had a number one. Did you? I had a number one Gamagatsu treble on the nose. And I had the fish hooked on one point. A number one? Number one. Big grappling hook. <laughs> and I had the fish hooked by one point, okay? And? Gr did, uh, did glass well. rod, 10-pound <laughs> line, fish straightened out the hook. I was going to say the bait's here, but the hooks are different. This ain't the bait. Oh, that's not her? No, nope. I beat that bait to death on the surface <laughs> of the water. He put that on a fire. For that fish was nine pounds if it was an ounce. Really? Came out of a little lake called Pincho Lake. Oh, I knew it. Yep. I heard of it. RC3. You can get that one for $400, Dorn. All right, so what's the, what's the bidding starting now for the whole box, George? Four hundred. Uh, 40000 1000 Yeah, I would say $4,000 opens the bidding. 4000 Yep. I told you it's for sale. <laughs> and his, that doesn't include the tackle box. That's five. <laughs> four thousand. We'll start the bidding at four thousand. Well, you know, it's funny because I think the most one of the most valuable parts of that box is is the box. Yeah, that. George, uh, will you autograph it? Guys, really? It is. Yeah, guys, really. You look look for those double sided boxes. If somebody could come out with a, another satchel box like that, or like a quality, really good quality one, like that, you could actually put in your rod locker. That, yeah, like, or you, in your, yeah. Uh, store yeah like a, Flambo's like a, got one. Huh? Flambo's got one. Oh. Yeah. They got a double sided like yeah. that. They do. They do. Well, you know, but that's like the that's like quality though. Oh, I'm sure it is. Look Every, at it. Everything else is like you know, you, 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 I'm impressed with Mark, it. Okay, that's, that Mark, was worth, that was worth it. Ulsteshi, sorry, Mark, about that name. I still fish the post. Mark, um, the last time that um, David Fritz was in the shop here, he found that box. <laughs> yeah. At the end that of, was fun. At, at the end of a, at the end of a long weekend of, yep. of of a show we had going on, he found that box. After hours, he got that box out. He went through every single bait in that box and told us about the bait without even casting. Yeah. It. And I said, "What's the best bait in the box?" And he picked this one out right here. This was in 2015 when this happened. He picked this bait out. He looked at the tail. He described the shape of the tail. And I said, well, you're just going to have to sign that one. That's going on the wall. That's impressive. Yep. This one here will start the bidding at $4,000 also. Just on this <laughs> one I think it's like brand new. Yeah. Never, that one's never been fished. When he was here, he was discussing, you know, how they carved them and how they made them on these machines. and so, Duplicators. And duplicators and how, how it all worked. And, and, and he was talking about the spiral of the tail and how mm. – when, when a crankbait goes through the water, it makes it, uh, uh, an oval action like this through the water. And the tighter you can get that oval, the better the better the bait is. And then he started explaining to us the size. And, and, then, and then now you can go in that box right now and pull like four or five of them out. They're all different. Mm. And you can tell, you know, like yeah. some of them are thin, some of them are bigger, some of them are bigger around. He really explained a lot of stuff about that bait. Well, from the mid-90s until the, the he was awesome. like 2000. I probably, when I was cranking offshore, 99% of the time it was a post crankbait. Yeah. A 400. Yep. 400s um, and 300s. 300s. Through a lot of those. 
But, yeah, that was an interesting – And then Greg found a box out there in the warehouse when he was out there floating around tonight looking for secret weapons. (laughs) Looking for the the stuff we stash off the sides. (laughs) I know you guys got prototype stuff in here. Where's it at? (laughs) (laughs) So, Mike, I got a couple little tournament announcements here, and then I thought maybe we'd spend the last uh, 30, 40 minutes of the show talking some fishing techniques. Absolutely. So, uh, from last week's show, if you recall – we talked about a couple tournaments that were taking place. We talked about uh, the Hobie Bass Open Series, the Tournament of Champions, that was held um, on Lake Eufaula uh, last week. Uh, we had a local a local fella, and I saw here where oh this isn't a touch screen. It's all the time, bro. I saw here where. Um, Mike jumped in and put his name up. Um, so while I'm looking for that, what I'd like to say is the winner of that tournament was Christine Fisher, who I believe is from Wisconsin. Yep. Um, yep. Possibly Nebraska, but I think Wisconsin. And she won 35000 Plus, she won an entry fee into the 2022 World Championship, which is a which is a big, a big deal. Um, and she is a Z-Man and St. Croix Pro. Yeah. And she's also, this wasn't like her first high-ranking You finish. know of her, Greg. Uh, I know of her. I don't oh, know yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. So, she's... Pretty awesome. Oh yeah, Big she time. was. She found a pattern uh, that involved fishing six to eight foot of water on the outside of Water Willow, and she launched her kayak at three different ramps on each a, a, a different ramp every day. So she fished out of three different launches. She fished all new water all the time. She said it was like I was pre-fishing for the whole tournament, and she caught her fish flipping, punching. Excuse me. Mm. God, I love that. A billy goat. Ah, man. Uh, she's a Z-Man pro, so she was fishing all Z-Man. She punched a billy goat on an ounce and a half weight. Love but, that bite, man. But her real Dunk. weapon was on the outside of the grass. The majority of her fish came in six to eight feet of water on a mag fatty Z. Ooh. Wow. And that's how she caught Shaky her fish. Hedge? No, Texas rig. Oh, and that's how she caught her fish. Where, um, where, where was this at? Which lake? Lake Eufaula. Oh, nice. You fished it, right? Uh, yeah, cool, cool. Now, place. did you do you know what the real name of that lake is? Denny Brower. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the sign didn't go up yet. No. <laughs> but no, I, I brought up the real name of the lake last week, and well, let's just say I was met with some some sneers and some cheers from the boys here. What is it? Walter F. George Reservoir. And maybe it is. Well, I'm just saying. I asked you a question, and you know, I don't know the answer. World traveled man of your stature. I'm, I'm pretty sure when I said Brower, I was probably right. Well, you're probably right. You're probably right. But <laughs> I, can Walter see this, F. I can see this is Brower. going. Not, I can see this is going nowhere quick. Not, not this is going to, to not, Google. No, not to change the subject oh. as oh, far oh, as oh, the, oh, 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 this well, girl. Well, but that well. is that is one of the best offshore lakes I have ever fished in my life. Well, really. and that, and and to your point, thanks for bringing that up. And to your point, she did a ton. Of, she'd never been on the lake before. 
ever. She did a ton of research. She said this lake is phenomenally, it's known for its phenomenal brush pile fishing. Yes. It's known for, it's legendary for its ledge fishing. I'm telling you. Legendary. I am telling you, it's, it, nowadays, it's extremely hard to find a group of fish offshore bigger than six or seven fish. When we were here, they were in the hundreds. Wow. It was amazing. And they were all bass. Amazing. Wow. Yep. Well, wow. she said, you know what? Wow. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do my comfort zone, and it worked for her. She, she, she launched at a different ramp every day, as I said, and then from that point, she paddled five to six miles a day fishing new water. Wow. So she worked for it. She won it. Christine Fisher, congrats. Um, the, local, the local gentleman who comes in the shop here is Stephen Sisto, and he placed in 16th place last week. Nice. Wow. So we were following a few people. We yep. had some locals we were following. Yep. Um, our guy from West Virginia. Yes. From last week. Uh, his name was uh, Jody Queen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were following Jody Queen. Remember Jody Queen, Corbin? Yeah. Jody Queen's had a good year. Yes, he has. So they fished and him. That, that, was, that was your pick to win it. Yeah. and that, Well, didn't work out too good. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, they they fished ten <laughs> tournaments this year to get what, to this point. What does for him? <laughs> it's a lot of paddling. Just saying. Ten tournaments, or whatever that's called. What you know, they, one of them was out kicking? here on a river. What do they call it? Flutter kicking. No, one of them was out here uh, on a river, and and Ike won one. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah. Yeah. This series. Oh, the same series. Hobie Bass yeah. Open series. Nice, it, dude. No, he won the one on the flats. Yep. Right. Yeah, but one I of mean, the tournaments in the series. Correct. Yeah. Right. No, Greg. it was a championship tournament. No, no. You know, no. Was, it was a regular season oh. tournament. I thought he, I thought that was a Bassmaster. Is this Bassmaster? Yeah, Bass. Oh, it is. Okay. I was, I, I Bass could, Open Series. I don't know what that stuff stands for. Okay. Bass stands for Bassmaster. <laughs> well, you got B O S. That's like boss. I don't know. <laughs> I just said Bass Open Series. I guess I got to buy Hobie. Oh, here we oh. go. I mean that. <laughs> I right. mean, I couldn't believe that Charles wasn't in this tournament. Hey, what's up, Charles? I, I mean, I, I was, I was <laughs> wishing that, like, Charles, man. Come on, guy. Charles. Come I'm on, sure. Charles. Tra- well, Charles fished a Susquehanna tournament. Oh yeah, and I'm, he probably fished a flats tournament. Now he's chasing deer. Yeah, now he's deer hunting. He's down there on a the Delaware mine river. He's just spraying. <laughs> So, uh, the other tournament I wanted to break down for you is the tournament that starts tomorrow, okay? Tomorrow. Um, and it's, it's run by the uh, Evil Empire Bass Pro Shops. It's the Bass Pro U.S. Open, and it's being billed as the largest bass tournament in history. Now we amateur we, tournament. Yeah. We talked about it earlier. Matter of fact, Corbin and I earlier in the, early in the year were, were scheming our way into this tournament. I know, almost bought a boat. But we, uh, you know, we we drew up short of buying a boat to fish it. Um, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! We drew up short of schedules meeting to fish it. No, we drew up short of buying a boat to fish it. Oh, now it's back on the boat. Well, they weren't allowing the bank division. But anyways. Um, this is the largest bass tournament in history. Okay, now what's interesting is no pros are allowed. So if you ever paid 2000 or more in an entry fee, you're not qualified to fish it. And you had to have fished a qualifier to get in, which is what Corbin and I were talking about doing. 
They had one on the Potomac River. We have some we have some local some local uh, anglers fishing this tournament. Yeah, we sent them T- uh, Tony Spinelli. Sent them a bunch of baits, yep. hot baits. Next day air, love it. So here's the deal: the guaranteed purse is four point three million. And I just want to go over a couple stats here real quick. Take two minutes of your time because there's a couple cool things in here that Johnny the billionaire is doing. That's one tournament in four point three. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. One million to first place. No entry fee. I ain't fishing a tournament two thousand bucks more. No entry fee. I'm in. <laughs> you um, got to run a, a, a Bass Pro Shops boat or something. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so like a tracker work. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is, is that what your fourteen forty eight is? Oh, that's, that's, that's a tracker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a slacker. So there's anglers from thirty four states, Germany, Japan, Romania, and Spain fishing this event. Now, here's something that I find very cool. Johnny Morris's Happy Fishing Kids. He's running a tournament for 17 and unders. And the top 10 places win a Tracker Classic XL boat. Top 10. Top 10. That's crazy. Pretty cool, huh? I'm 17. Um, (laughs) You look 17. They also get entry fee into this tournament. So they're into the tournament... (laughs) With their boat that they just won. That's pretty cool. That That's pretty cool. cool. Now, here's another thing he's doing. Old Johnny. He's like this tall. I know, but he's a billionaire. Yeah. So it really makes him look like he's this tall. Plus, he's a <laughs> conservation-minded dude. He really cares about the you know, the planet. And he puts his money where his freaking mouth is. Um, Johnny Morris, veteran fish contest. Fishing contest. How old do you got to be? You got to be a veteran. I'm not. I'm a veteran. <laughs> um, I'm gonna win me a boat in a million. The winning veteran wins a boat and another boat. The same boat. <laughs> the the so that's eleven of those boats. So yeah, far. and a, and an entry fee. So that that starts tomorrow. We'd like to wish our local anglers, uh, Tony Spinelli and his 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 uh, partner, Paul, Paul yep. Battaglia, Paul yep. Battaglia, and some of the other local. Yeah, there's folks. there's there's some guy other guys that that are that are local that are up there. We set, but the we numbers are cool, man. Yeah, crazy. The freaking numbers are cool, and what crazy he's doing? Numbers. What he's doing? Giving ten kids a that, boat. That's awesome. I mean, I'm just saying. That's awesome. My man is taking care of business, and and Johnny Morris. My tip my cap to you. Job well done, sir. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So there you go. That's my tournament talk for the weekend. Um and Yeah, right on. You know, I so, think you ought to uh, hit us with some sound and maybe we can talk a little a little fishing. Well, I think the big thing right now is uh talking fishing. So, Greg. Yo. Yesterday. Man, when you say my name, you, like, yell at me. It's like I'm at, like, home again. <laughs> Greg's like, what? <laughs> yes, Dad. Um, you were fishing yesterday. In the last 900 and whatever days we counted. <laughs> yeah, which, which, you said, which you said was your last day. It is. And one of the fish is floating around on, on, on Instagram. I think it's on your Instagram page. A real small one, correct? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I don't think it was that small, but you had a hellacious day. I did. Which is, like, very common in South Jersey. Yeah. It really is. 
there's tanks that just drive around on the bottom of these lakes all the time. <laughs> I see my Mega Live just swimming around. I'm like, damn, that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when Greg fished with me in Georgia the other week, he literally made the comment, I think I caught every four-pound bass in New Jersey. I've caught every bass. <laughs> every except, bass. For the, except for the newest additions to the families. Yeah. Yeah. I all said right. I, know, I, I know most of them by first name, but I know a lot by last name. True story. So real quick, so yesterday I uh, – is it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I, this is God's honest truth. I threw, I, I'm mega live. I saw four fish, like they're bass. They were spaced out. I saw bass, 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 and bass. I threw the trap out there and I, I'm whining. I feel boom, boom. I hit one. I mean, the, the shot's only this big. So my cast is dead on. So I know I'm coming through them. Yeah. I feel boom, boom. I get to the third one. I feel boom. Oh my God, I got this one. But it's just wild that you can watch all wow. this nowadays. Wow. That's the craziest part about it all today. I know. It's freaking nuts. It's a it's, lot harder to make that cast and see your bait than you might think at first. You know, the, the the one thing that I can tell you that I figured out with that is, so depending on where you mount it at, left side or right side of your trolling motor, that's the biggest distinguisher. So you just have to make sure you're casting off to the left side or to the right side. And that'll simplify being in the beam every time. Right. You know, once I figured it out, I was like, oh, that's simple. Yeah, but it's it, it is a lot harder. You think it's real hard in a John boat because any little breeze just blows that boat around. Yeah, I, it's the hardest thing that I that I can do is is with it. Now I don't run Mega Live. I run the uh, Pan Optics. Yep. But I I mean I would say one out of every ten casts that I want to see my bait, I'll see my bait. You know. Now I'll turn my trolling motor and find it. Yeah. But. I, it, I, it's I, not I, that easy, bro, for me. It's not, but I've been practicing a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, you fished 948 yeah. days in a row. Basically a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, and, and I will tell you this, what I'm learning from it, and this is just my own personal experience. So on days that are cloudy, uh, they're the days that are hard to catch off of it. And I think it's because at low light scenarios, a largemouth can see really good. So I think they know that it's fake. I've rotated through a lot of colors, but a lot of times when it's cloudy out, I'll cast at them, and I'll get the jerkbait down to them or whatever I'm throwing, and they'll run from it. The days when it's real sunny, I think it's hard for them to decipher if it's real or fake, and they kind of stay there a little bit longer. By the time they stay there, I can get it in front of their face and trigger to strike. That's interesting. Yeah, hmm. it's pretty wild. Now, have you uh, – I, th- I never thought of it that way. Ten bucks a person watching. <laughs> now, with the Mega Live, have you noticed in muddy water the performance dims down a little bit on it? No, I don't think so. Because I've noticed on my pan optics in muddy, muddy water – I get a lot of clutterment on my screen. I think they're two Clutter. different animals, to be honest with you. I do, too. Yeah, I really do. I think from what I, you know, I, I've, I've researched everything. I want to say that Lowrance and Mega Live look a lot alike on the screens. And then Panoptics, I don't know how they're doing their shot or Garmin's doing it, but it just looks different. So I can see where clutter in the water column with the way that you see it, Garmin portrays it. it you can see it. Yes, you, you see it. I, I noticed like on the really good Mega Live images that I've seen, videos that screen's background is jet black. Yeah. So I think I don't. I don't know a lot. Like I said, with the other companies, I don't know, but I do believe with Garmin, they have a gain button, or they you can do. turn a knob. Or however, well, they, they have, have two of them. They have a. They have a gain, and then they have a color gain. I would say with a muddy water scenario, just, you know, on the outside looking in, by changing that should. you got to cut it back. Exactly. Yeah, you got to cut yep. it back. So if I'm looking out like 45 feet, 
in shallow water. That's about all the farther I look out in real shallow water is yeah. 45, 50 feet. I'd say 45 is the sweet spot. Uh, if the water's dirty, if I cut that color gain uh, back and then cut my regular gain back to like 50% or whatever 50 means, yeah. the number 50, that's where I get my best image. And I'm talking dirty water. Yeah. Now, I can still see. I can still I can see out 45 feet, you know, pretty good. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, this on the screen. There's yeah. a lot of, like, you know, so, distraction on the screen. The, the only thing, I, and like I said, I don't know Garmin, but the only thing that I noticed about mine is, so, and, and I know your bracket's the same way where you can adjust you know, just the actual shot angle, you know, degree-wise. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. So the one thing I noticed with mine is, and mine goes click, 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 you can turn yeah. it. So if I have mine up, let's say, a little bit too high, I can pick up a lot of the noise on top from the ripple, the wind, if there's a lot of leaves, I can see all that. So if I adjust mine down, you know, one more where it's probably shooting maybe like a, I don't know, 60 degree or something it is, that's when I have the clearest. The bottom's perfect. I'm not getting any clutter on top. But I can see. I mean, I can see pretty good. At 80 feet, I can see my cast. You know, like, like you said, it's got to be a perfect cast, nice and straight away. But I can track it the whole way back to the boat. Yeah. Well, depending feet. on where I have mine clicked at, there's a zero up in the corner, mm-hmm. and my lines come out of that zero. If I click it, like click, click, it'll it'll be looking. Let's say down. Yep. It's actually looking behind the boat. Also. Same with Humbird. So my zero, instead of coming out of the zero, I'll be coming out of like 10. Which tells me I'm looking ten feet back. Yep. So I got to kind of calibrate. You know, if it says I'm thirty five feet out, I'm really twenty five feet out. Gotcha. Um, and you can click, click back up again, and it'll it'll start coming. So you can kind of get that perspective also. Yeah, I, I can tell you this too from a lot of my experience with it. Um, you know, for all these years, uh, smallmouth fishing, dropping on top of fish, I've used two D like everybody else. It's getting to the point now, I'm, I'm only using 2D now to kind of maybe distinguish grass because the Mega Live or whatever else you're using is honestly so much better for dropping on fish than 2D sonar because Makes it's alive. And, like, even if you're off a little bit and you can see the fish over here and, and they swing up on landscape mode or whatever you call it, dude, you can see everything so live. It's unbelievable. It really is. We were, we were fishing a tournament one time, yep. and I got confused of what was going on. You know, I was getting confused because I had – you know, the 360, and I had this. I got everything going, and I said, God, I'm, I'm confused. And I went back, to, <laughs> went back to 2D and regained my, you know, found my drop, found my edge, you know, saw kind of where we were at, and it was like, all right, now we can go back on all this shit. I thought he was going to fall out of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, like you kind of just said, too, it's a good point. With, well, 360 shows you the contours, too, but with live. It's confusing, though. You can, you can span it, and you can see the hills, yeah. the drops, the pressures. No, you no doubt. You can just see everything now. No doubt. It's no really doubt. crazy. I, I mean, it's no not doubt. fair. We, I, we, you know, we had one experience where we saw <clears throat> the fish very active. Yep. You know, like they on a tree, you know, you could see them. And, and now we kind of know what fish that are easy to catch look like, you know, on your screen. You can, yep. you know, you see them moving and darting and doing their thing. And you throw in and instantly get bit. I mean, instantaneously. Um, it's a really aggressive fish. Yep. Um, so we saw that. We saw fish just laying there. We saw fish follow that followed up and then tapered yeah. away. We saw fish that that, that we uh, cast and reeled into, and then they scattered, you know. So 
we're, we're learning the, the moods of the fish, and I think that's what you really need to know with this because you can waste a shit ton of time looking at this thing. I think I think I think you got to know when to hold them, when to fold them. With yeah, that's seriously, that, that's a true statement. Yeah, because there are certain guys on tour who we already know who they are. They live and die by them, yeah. and some days they don't get them because they just don't give up on it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, and you do learn a ton of uh, fish behavior slash how fish are reacting to your bait slash if they're not reacting to your bait. Yep, um, 100%. And, and, and it shows you if you need to make a bait change and maybe you know. You, the thing about it is, I think as a fisherman, and especially at my level, I need to learn the rotation. If let's say I'm doing a jerk bait bite, which has kind of been known for, you know, I need to learn which jerk bait sweeps big or has a tight wobble, which colors maybe excel in this kind of watercolor around the country, because I think there's going to be probably five or six baits that's going to stand out on the market today, that'll probably rotate in my rotation that'll work. Yeah, I mean, that was my next question uh, for you. So, you know, since this kind of spun into a forward-looking sonar fishing mini That's what I love about here. it. I, I, love, I love this un, un, uh, Free. scripted unscripted, stuff. Unscripted, right. So, obviously, the jerkbait is probably the best-known bait to throw on forward-looking sonar. But what other baits or what... And maybe you don't even want to tell us, but what I can you know, say, what I, baits I already, do you really like on forward-looking sonar? Because there, there's one in particular that I really like. There's, I already had the answer before I even asked the question, and it's going to be a Texas rig worm. Honestly. Oh, yeah. So shh. Whoa. Hey, I just gave out some some pretty good Whoa. stuff. Whoa. Right That's not what I was saying. He and hit some. Help me, I'm going sink. down, and baby. I can, I can tell you right now. Old Greg ain't thrown the old Texas rig worm in a long time. How you say that, Corbin? Watermelon. Pumpkin. That's all we got to know. That's not the color, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, he's getting a red shad up in the house. You know what I mean? He got us four zero. When, when you Hold can, on, high when, when, when you can, when you can land that straight tail worm right in their head, it's a different dream. Oh, he be getting the straight tail out, putting even the curly tail up in the house. <laughs> he be going with the Senko boys. He ain't telling you if it's waggy or Texas. I, I, rig. I, let me just say this too. So when I was learning how to make the proper cast, the best way that I can tell you to do it is with a jig. Period. It's a big, bulky profile. Shows up. Shows up really, really good. And, you know, you can start out just pitching or flipping in front of the boat. Keep it simple and then work your way out. And then you can start to learn, like, where the cast is on your particular boat. It's a great way. That's, that's, that's how I did it. Three-quarter, one-ounce, half-ounce. It, it don't eights. matter. I mean, Though, any jig I, I threw out there. I mean, It's, it's just the more, the more stuff you have, Balk. the more the sonar can pick it up. Yep. Like, I spent a whole day trying to find my TRD on my oh. screen. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, I was like... Power pulled down, <laughs> pointing the thing forward, throwing the TRD out there. Some bitch. Throw, you know, and every now and again you'd see it fall, but I'd always see it fall like 20 feet out. I could never see it fall 40 feet out. Then I thought, well, hell, it's, it's that big. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you, if you get yourself dialed in on the right cast, you'll see that TRD. Yeah, you will. You will once you get, once you get, it, once you get it dialed in. That blows me away, Texas yeah. rig. So the what bait I was gonna say was I think I a Texas rig in like ten years. Small swim bait on a jig head. That's that's a good one. That is really good on live. Very good one. Yeah, I, I believe there's a Bassmaster video out there of Justin Hamner, who also is a you know he lives and dies by it, 
and he mentioned that the swim bait is like his top three. Yeah, All yeah, the it. swim bait's pretty nice. I like this. I usually keep a jerk bait and a swim bait on the front deck. And what's interesting is I'm not a big summertime swim bait guy or jerk bait guy, but since I went this year with Panoptics, every time I was relying on Panoptics, I had a jerk bait laying there because if you saw a fish, that was the bait, my go-to bait to throw at them. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this too, and I'm guys. I'm telling you some good stuff here. So if you're you're learning how to do this with a jerk bait, the biggest thing you have to do is when you throw that jerk bait out there, don't start working the jerk bait. Just reel it directly down in front of the live, whatever you're doing. Get oh. it started so it gets right in the water column, right in front of your thing. Then start jerking it because so with the Garmin, I believe you guys shoot a twenty degree. Twenty is what it is. Yep. So a twenty degree, that's pretty good once you get out to 50, 60 feet. Yeah, that's, that's a good angle. So. Yeah. By the time you reel that jerkbait down, you get it out in front of you. Then you can start working it. You'll still be in your cone. Yeah. So, you know, cast it out, burn it down real fast, get it in the water calm, lined up perfect because you reeled it straight into it. Then start working it. I was doing that wrong. Yep. Well, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's a little why they different. call you George it's a little not different. George Walters. <laughs> I mean, honestly, George, it's, it's a lot different in the current. Like, we've, we've been fishing in the current a lot. Yeah, it's, but even it's, down. It's really super even down on the Conowingo. Yeah, I know, but you know, I, you know, that, and that's where we had our best success with this thing. But but I wasn't reeling that bait down. I was jerking no, it from know, the get go. That, yeah, that, trust me. That's when we had our best successes when we were when we were, uh, um, you know, in those slower water. You know, where 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 we can control the boat a little better and keep our yep. our, our we, know, we weren't having to adjust our trolling motor and we were getting that nice thing. In the current, it's very. It's very um, well in the current with a jerk bait. It's going to be tougher because the jerk bait is going to be flowing because yeah, you're stopping and going. It's moving. Yeah. It's moving. Your bait's moving. Your boat's moving. Your boat's turning. You got to keep it. You know, you can't just stop off your trolling motor and keep it pointed in one direction. A lot of times, you're making those adjustments and you lose it. And it's just so. I, I recently fished my buddy who has that. I don't know the name of it. The side machine where. Uh, you know, the forward facing is not on the trolling motor. It's on a little pivot point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, and it actually works really nice. Yeah. 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 It's, it's actually yeah. Nice. yeah, that's the so next thing we're going to put it, on our jet I, I think it's worth the investment, but unfortunately, it makes the trolling motor so darn heavy. It, it's it go on a, it, does it go on the trolling motor? It mounts. To, so if you have a 360, it mounts to the 360 bracket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wow. the right height turret uh, mount. Yeah. Is, that, is that what it is? Right height turret mount. Yeah, but they're yeah. like 300 bucks, aren't they? I think they're almost 1000 I think. No, Jeez. they're 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 not a thousand. They're close, aren't they? I'm not sure. I, the one, the one I ordered, I charged to Mike's credit card. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're like on 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 the river boat where you're spot locked all the time, um, you know, to to look around, I always have to come off spot lock and then do yeah. my looking. Yep. And then lock it back down again, or I got to spin my boat around, drop the poles, so I can look around. Whereas this, with the turret mount, you know, you don't have to do that. Yeah, you can spot. I can just scan around. And all, do yeah. Now, thing. you can also, there's also, like, manual ones that just mount on the side of the boat. Yep. But every time you move, you got to pull it out of the water, strap it on the boat like you're tying down a rod. Yeah, that's not fun. No. But the turret mount is the bomb in current. Uh, I bet. Here's a question here. Do the multiple units affect each other like the old style I had? Uh, a pro tells me years ago. Uh, uh, only run one at a time. Is it does it mess does it mess with with your with your signals and stuff like that? With live, I believe it does. Um, so I don't know much about the other units. So with hummingbird, I can tell you this: if you're you know in the market for mega live or you already pre-ordered it, I do recommend buying the five port box because the five port box is what that's going to do. Is well, with the five port boxes, it's a good way to connect your entire system. 
And when you connect the five port box with 360, 2D sonar, side imaging, uh, mega live, what that's going to do is when everything pings going through the box, it's all going to ping at different times. So it would, ah. it, it doesn't give any frequency clutter at all because of that reason. Really? If you were to rig it where it's all separate, yeah. you'll, you'll pick up 2D, you'll pick up 360, yeah. and you'll get rings and flashes through your screens. Ah. Okay. And I do know the guys that have tested out multiple lives on the same boat, you cannot run all at the same time because they'll just be shooting the same shot frequencies through the thing, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, right. Yep. Well, there you go. There's That's a good answer for you. And they are. They're adjusting this stuff as it comes out. I mean, it, it's it, only going to get better. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, you know, it was it was it was it was a four box. Now it's a five box. Now they're now they're uh, they're they're adjusting for this. They're adjusting for that. I mean, son of a bitch. When, when's it going to stop? It will yeah. never stop. It will. It won't ever stop. You got to keep up with the Joneses on this. There's some I'm, more stuff on the pipe coming unfortunately. out. Oh, we don't. I don't want to know. Yeah. Don't tell me. I, I can't tell you. I don't even want to know. <laughs> even if you could tell me, I don't want to know. I'll tell you later. Well, and, and I can't afford any more stuff on my boat. <laughs> and impo- uh, 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 important to all of it is the actual rigging of your. Yeah, we just kind of went over that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like. So, Ooh. yeah, where were you? So, I had to see a man about a horse. I thought just come back walking well, back in here and start throwing <laughs> stuff around. Well, so like, I got something I've been like waiting to come, ask Greg about. Come Go on, ahead. come on, Corbin. And it, it has to do with this. Okay. I mean, popcorn maker. For for anybody that like doesn't follow Greg De Palma on social media, I mean, they have to because he is like a true John Boat junkie. Yes. Yeah. A lean, mean. What do they call that? 14, Little Boat Nation. Forty-eight like running machine. Tiny Boat, Tiny Tiny boat, boat Nation. And like, I mean, Greg, Greg <laughs> fished with me and George. You know, a couple weeks ago, we had a great day, and he he's like, "Yeah, I'm about to head to Florida." Like, oh, cool, man. You know, like, he's like, yeah, you got your boat. Just, oh, you got he, your boat he's like, already. He's like, I'm cool. going to go pre-practice. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm taking my my job boat. We're like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man. He goes, South Jersey style, man. He goes, this is what I was born to do, man. Let me, so expl- like, let me explain something real quick. I mean, I seen you at the gas pump one morning, and I and I watched <laughs> I watched the dollars run, and it stopped at $10.98. Now, <laughs> three, mine was $100.98. I mean, Greg, like, was this a, was this an economic decision? Was this like an EBITDA decision? I mean, talk to me about this, man, because, I mean. I was trying me. to burn that 12-gallon tank down, dude, <laughs> <laughs> as hard as I could. He's like, he's like, it goes 27. Let me just simplify something for everybody. You do not need the biggest, baddest boat to compete anywhere in this entire country. Maybe up north with big waves, about it, you know, a bigger boat. But that little boat can do everything my big boat can do except for the speed and more. It can go in places that I'd have to dig holes to get the bigger boat into if I was going to go do what I was going to do. But, man, it's just, to me, it's enjoyable. It's simple. It's fun. That is the best part for me. I love the fun aspect of it. Yeah. You know, it brings back my whole childhood. I mean, yeah. I, I will That's have, cool. I that will is a have, that is a that is a fantastic point, Greg. Yes. A, a fantastic point. Yep. You know, especially for all of our young viewers. I mean, yeah. Even a used rig is like, yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, and 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 you're also seeing a big, like resurgence in 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 metal boats, big time. So mm-hmm. here you are, uh, a full time touring Elite. pro. Yeah. Fishing, yeah. Pre-fishing for a tournament on a massive waterway, massive, hundreds of miles of open water, yeah. literally hundred, probably six hundred miles of open water, and you're fishing it out of a fourteen foot John boat. Yeah, 
Tiller. Tiller. Did they think you were duck hunting it all down there in Florida? Hey, nobody knew who I was. I was good. Ah. <laughs> I saw actually I saw uh, Cliff Prince. I was driving down 17. It's a road that runs through, and I was coming this way, and Cliff was coming this way. He lives in Palaka, and he's driving by. He's like. <laughs> I was just facing me and I was just waving at him. <laughs> Trying to catch a ride dirty, baby. <laughs> it was funny. But, dude, I mean, there's the, the best part about the small boats is you can hit everything. You bounce off. And, number two, even though the boat goes pretty good speed wise, it doesn't have enough power to break itself. Right, right, right. You know, I did bring a spare outboard with me just in case. Spare outboard. He brought a spare motor, baby. <laughs> Most people bring actually. spare trolling motors. The service truck wasn't, wasn't there for the 18 horse, man. I mean, well, Greg was all the way turned up, man. Boom. Yeah, you know, we were fishing on the river last Sunday, Corbin and I, and, uh, you know, I got to the parking lot a little early and was prepping my boat for the, for the day, and this – Gentleman pulls in from Maryland, and uh, man, he had he had the same setup. He had a he had a, like probably about a sixteen foot. That's a that's a that's a bar. That's big to me. He had he had a <laughs> he had a, a, a tiller, twenty or, or so jet, and and all kinds of like customization in his yeah. boat. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's just, cool. I I. I I was like, man, this is great. He, I saw what he did with his batteries and his battery. He was running lithium, so he had them, you know, yeah. up front. And well, me and George, we have we have a saying in here. You know, guys come in, they're like, ah, you know, they're talking to us, and then they say, ah, I only got this little thing. You know, we're like, floats, don't it? And boat it, don't catch them. You know, it floats, don't it? And it's like, yeah, well, well shit, that's all you need, you know. Yeah. I, if, if, I, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. If I could fish the elites out of a little tin belt like that, I would. <laughs> yeah, I know well, you, you know, Greg. I'd be on the other side waving everybody. can't get to me. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, exactly. I'm catching them. You know, Greg, in, in my garage, I have a I have a, a, a jet boat, which you've been on many times. Mm-hmm. And I also have a full 21-foot, you know, bass boat. Uh, it's probably 10 to 1 the jet boat goes out over the bass boat uh, because no, it's, it's so much more 100. comfortable and fun to fish out of. Yep. It's yep. wide open. Just pile rods and tackles. We're always, we're always testing different things and different rods. And yep. well, plus, you can get to places that you can't get to. Yeah, but, you know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the biggest thing. And you don't hurt your feelings when you bang off of a rock or you. I actually look forward to it. Or, you know, or you you <laughs> skim over something to get in. Yes. So, so is, there, is there any epic uh, Florida adventures that you can? I mean, we don't want to hear about how you're going to win the first derby, right, or what you found. But, I mean, there has to be something that, like, sticks out. Like, to me, when I saw that you put $10 in your gas tank, so okay, that was, that after was a day of fishing. I mean, that was the most I put in that well, thing. Well, what was the deal with those with those hyacinths you were trying to get through? Did you ever get through them things? Yeah, I got through them. Did you? <laughs> Chopped them all up and spit them right out. Just keep on pumping her. <laughs> them small outboards don't overheat. You just yeah. let her eat. <laughs> Dude, that's a fabby cat <laughs> newton I mean, line. You were them not, small outboards yeah, don't yeah. overheat. <laughs> just let her eat. <laughs> Greg De Palma. He that was not, needs to be up right now. Yeah. Baby. He was not moving at all, bro. I got her to go. I just I pulled her up. You know, the one time I didn't bring my freaking push pole because, like, I told George, I went in this one backwater water section there, and this was down in Florida, and I saw there was another backwater pond, so I was like, oh, I got to go in there. <laughs> so I'm trying to go over top of this little tiny, like, spot to get the boat in there, and I'm like, yeah, screw it, I'll just get out. So I jumped out of the boat, and I'm standing in the water, you know, past my knees, and I'm like, dude, I'm in Florida. I should have been standing in the water. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I jumped back in the boat, and I just backed up, and I jumped it. Oh, hey, yeah. Wait, wait yeah. you sent it like airborne? Oh, I sent it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wide open. Did you hit any gators down there? I hit two gators <laughs> on Harris Chain. 
It's like boom. boom. Yeah. That's funny. That's awesome, man. That's awesome stuff. Yeah, it's I enjoy it, dude. Well, that's that's that's, that's fun to me. That is yeah. where it's at. Well, plus you built your boat. Did I did? Your boat is one hundred percent customized. Customized. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. it's a fully rigged fourteen foot bass boat. Yeah. It's got side imaging, three sixty mega live, all trucks, spot locked, all of it. Lithium yeah. batteries. Lithium batteries. <laughs> I mean, she's ready. I got a twelve yeah. gallon stationary gas tank. She's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, that that's that's that it, was the fun part too. And the other thing is, you know, even with all the high end electronics, you're still in it at a very yep. economical, comfortable point. I have I've had one offer on it so far as far as somebody trying to buy it. Really? Somebody Jesus. offered me twelve thousand dollars for it. Really? Yep. Wow. Jeez. That oh. says nope. Ah, man. Not even close yet. It's like George's Po Box. Yeah. Yeah. It bid starts at 14000 10000 whatever it is. Well, it's just 000. something about doing that work yourself and doing that rigging yourself and knowing every, you yep. know. And I miss that because we used to do, Mike and I used to rig all of our boats. Mike and I and Pop, we did all of our own rigging. And, you know, you get busy and you, 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 you rely on your local shop, which we have a great local shop to do the work, but you don't really know. How it's run, and and when something happens, you're you're you're, it's kind of like a CSI crime scene deal. Yeah. To figure out what caused the problem, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that's that's all. Well, that, that is awesome stuff. Well, I know Greg said he had a story he wanted to tell. Oh, uh, but, uh, about your chatterbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess it's two and a half weeks ago. Me and Corbin and George went out in the river and. Uh, Corbin's like, hey, have you tried the big chatterbait blade, whatever you call it? What's the name of it? Big blade. The big blade. The big blade. And I was like, no, I haven't tried one yet. He goes, you want to try this? I said, yeah, I'll take it with me. So I took it with me down to Florida, and I, I got in like a it, – it, I mean, it was a grass bed. I don't even know how this even happened, dude. So, like, I tie it on. I literally throw the thing out there, and I hang a stump on it in the middle of a grass bed. I never even turned the handle on it, and I lost it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so You, you couldn't go it. get it? I couldn't get it. It was too deep. And I ain't jumping in again. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. First cast, never even turned the handle on it. I literally, oh my I literally God. took the bail, let it fall down a little bit. I was like, it was stuck. That That's disappointing. I'm dude, he probably lie. hooked a gator. He is probably... <laughs> I don't know what I hooked, dude. Probably alligator. But I don't know. Oh, man. You got any more? Uh, you got any yeah, more? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Chatterbait aisle next to the Mini Max. You got the Big Max. The big Blade. Yeah, you're good. That's my that's my Big Max would have been a good a good name for that actually. Oh, I know. Mini well, Max, Big Max, Big Mac. Well, we're running kind of long here tonight, but um, I got well, we got what we got four more hours of twelve. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead Clark. So, so I want to ask Greg here. Uh, I, w- I want to get his input on a couple things. Um, talk about the elite schedule next year, which you know we know about. But how about that northern open schedule? Are you in on that too? I am. In on, I'm already registered, ready to rock. I mean, what what an awesome schedule for you and actually I mean, these last two years have just been you know last year and this year coming. They've done a good job. Yeah. What I mean, what what is that? So people that don't know what what waters what bodies of waters are we? So looking at? we have the James River. I think it's like April seventh or something, and then it goes to July, goes to Anita. Then we come back to the Upper Bay in September. Greg's <laughs> uh, bringing his a, John boat. It's the worst Listen, time of year in the world it, to go fishing. It is the worst time to be on the bay. But, I mean, you know, anything can happen. But my biggest bags I've ever caught in the Upper Bay were in September every single time. Really? Yep. Jeez. Wow. Well, there you go. You can put your money on Greg De Palma. For Don't this do that. Because <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to wing it. We're going for the gusto. You're going yeah. for the gusto. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You have to. I think I'm, I'm going to call her now. September that tournament. 
47 pounds to win it. Uh, that's what I was going to ask you next. 47 to win. Hmm. In three guess. days. <laughs> Why, do you think that's low? Look at all those statistics on that place. That time no, there. I think it's... Uh, so that's like what? 15, that's right yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty close. I like it. Yeah. Because, yeah, you, you know, everybody comes... One guy will come in with 22, and then he'll yeah, come back day. in. Then he'll come back in with like uh, 12. 13. Yep. 13. 13 is going to be a good bag in the tournament. Yeah. Yep. I just know the way I place fishes down here. It is stingy as hell in September. Super stingy. Super stingy. There's going to be a lot of our guys fishing it. Might be a good time to have some chatterbait mini maxes with you. There's already a lot of guys that local guys we talked to that already already signed up for. Yeah, it. I bet. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So it'll be fun. It'll it'll be it'll be a good 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 event. Um. So anything else, Corbin? No. I mean, I I just I had to I had to pick his yeah absolutely I know, like. He's he's excited about all these tournaments, and all of a sudden it's like the bay, open. I mean, classic berth on the line. So with the with the bay tournament, I'm going to say this again. There's still a spot. I'm putting this out there. There's a spot in the upper bay that I won't fish to an elite series event, but might pull it out for that one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No following, guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> we won't go, trust me. <laughs> hey, guess what, boys? You won't He's going to be in the <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I got uh, I got one more thing here before we put it to bed. Um, the Virginia Department of Game and Fish is uh, – Wanted to put an announcement out here. Uh, they're doing a tracking study on blue cats in the James and the Chickahominy. Probably giants. For, yeah, they are. They're 100-plus pounds. I bet. For all of you that fish the James and the Chickahominy, if you could uh, be kind enough to, if you catch a red-tagged fish, it's going to have a red spaghetti tag on it, could you please take a picture of the of the fish, if possible, or at least record the number on the tag and contact Virginia Department of Game and Fish. Please do not kill the fish. Uh, put it back. Uh, they're doing some tracking on it. They're trying to get a grip on because they want to harvest these blue cats because they're invasive, but that's your community service announcement today. There you, ha- <laughs> there, there you have it. Two of the biggest blue cats ever caught were on the James River. Yeah. How big were they? I don't even know. Dude, I can't pick the one up. It was so heavy. It was huge. Caught on Kitech. They're Megatrons, man. I believe that. Yeah. Biggest blues I ever caught were on the Potomac River. I believe it. Yeah. All the rivers, man. Yeah, they're giant yeah. down there. Mm. Well, uh, S- Susquehanna Fishing Tackle, SFTTackle.com, and Greg De Palma, GDP, uh, Greg De Palma Fishing, has struck another Greg deal DePalma for... Fishing.com. Struck another deal for 2022... With who? ...season. <laughs> We did. We are partnering up again for another uh, another great year. Uh, we really, really. Can we sign like a five year contract? I think we might as well. Yeah, like, I'm going nowhere. Our life. I ain't I'm going, not I ain't leaving. Going nowhere. Yeah. I don't even care That's if you don't want me. Wall I'm not Street going nowhere. <laughs> I, got, I got a key to the front door, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Greg's going to be uh, 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 flying the colors again for another year, and we'll be cheering him on as usual. And what's really cool is, is Greg's going to do some really cool videos uh, and some great little things throughout the year that we can track him. Um, yeah, know. Mike, Mike, uh, George, and Corbin are coming on tour this year. We're doing Tackle Shop Live every event, guys. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're coming to your <laughs> well, city. We just, we just found out that he's allowed to have a press person in the boat. Yep. So, you know, cameraman Nick might go or somebody, somebody might be traveling to jump in the boat and, like, 
track him for for a whole day just fishing. You I eat. volunteer for the first nine tournaments. Uh, whoever's good at driving, you're in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Driving what? I'm good My at driving. Truck. I'm I mean, good at driving to the airport. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's George it's, be like, we're jumping in a plane and meeting you there. You'll be picking us up at the airport, bro. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, we appreciate that. Uh, that was fun. Next next week, uh, Tackle Shop Live is going to have to be done on what Wednesday no, night? No, Tackle Shop Live taking a holiday. Is taking a holiday. Tackle Shop Live's taking a uh, holiday. We, we we discussed it. We talked about it. We were up in the air. I think I just made the decision right now. Oh. I just, you know, for us to go on Wednesday Executive? or on Friday with all the scheduling that we have with other events that we got going on and other things that the shop is doing, we just have to take the week off. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. And, and we're, we're going fishing Thanksgiving and, morning. And then that's another day that Mikey gets to go fishing. Right. All so, right. You know, I'm sorry, but but uh, no tackle shop live. I know I, we're gonna miss it. We're gonna miss it worse than you guys. I know you guys well, are gonna miss it, and we're really sorry. But uh, if you want it, if you we might what we, what we probably are gonna end up doing is going live on the water Thursday. Oh yeah, again. Yeah, that was awesome yesterday. Well, man. You know, I, I I was just fun. We had a great time. It was fun. It, we we uh, Corbin and I went fishing yesterday. We went live uh, yesterday with uh, Caitlin, um, and and sh- and just had a great time and. Explained everything, what we were doing, talked about what we were doing. Just it was fun. It was a great interaction with everybody who stopped in. We appreciate that. Um, so we'll probably do it again Thanksgiving. At least to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, if anything. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Corbin won't won't be wearing a hot dog suit, but I heard he will be wearing a hot sock dog suit at the parade. Um, <laughs> I mean Saturday in Harrisburg. I mean, so this is like an event that we've had circle on the calendar. Last year was canceled because of COVID. The Harrisburg, uh, we'll call it holiday parade, starts at 10 a.m. Yeah. Okay, on Saturday. And me and George and Ben Buckhunter are going to be watching it from the water via boat. Via boat. And they have a a really great time. They had some great stories out of that. And if anybody's up on the stairs, let us know. And uh, I mean, we'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> we can have, we can have a whole bunch of boats. I mean, we might even fly some banners, and I might wear the hot dog costume. I mean, we, we'll so, see. see yeah. how it goes. See, how Greg, it goes. thanks Yo. for coming by. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Greg, uh, thank we you, appreciate you. Thank you so much I uh, mean, uh, for everybody here. Yeah, thank you guys for watching. You know, it's awesome that you that you took the ride over, and uh, great having you on the show again. Yep, and for everybody here, go to Greg De Palma. What's your Facebook? Your your Facebook or Instagram? That you that you you can't remember. I, I don't I don't know any stuff. Just go to my name and forward slash GDP. Greg De Palma, forward slash GDP. Go like his stuff. Go sh- you know share it with your buddies. Check it out. Uh, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff throughout the year that he's going to be doing for us. Um, and uh, uh, thank you guys for stopping in. Hit your share button. Hit your like button. Smash everything. Comment whatever it takes. I appreciate <laughs> it all. Everything. <laughs> Thank you, and um, have a great Thanksgiving if we don't see you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, be thankful for something out there. And uh, until next time, we'll see you at Tackle Shop Live. Oh, young and pretty, was it just a dream?